Hello and welcome to Geek v. Geek Minisode number two. Uh, today we're talking about who is the best director working in Hollywood right now. Same case as before, you have to argue your case in only three films. Kaz. I'm going to go with Martin Scorsese. I can't say his name, but I'm going to go with him. So again, I'm just going to name three movies and then I'll go back and tell you why. Uh, starting with the first one is going to be Goodfellas. Second would be... I have to do this one because he won an Oscar for it. By the way, his only Oscar that he won for Best Director, The Departed. And lastly, Wolf of Wall Street. So yeah, two Leo movies because I love Leo and this is the way I am. So starting with the good, uh, Goodfellas, I mean, look, the mobster movies, he made those movies amazing. Um, Goodfellas, ca- Casino, he? he did. Uh, he's still doing them now. He has, you know... Kill the Irishman, the new movie's coming out. No, it's just called The Irishman. Kill the Irishman's a different film. Sorry, but, but just yes. The Irishman. It's coming out now. He's still doing mobster movies, and he has made them. I mean, name what other director has made better mobster movies than Martin Scorsese. So here's the thing, and, and again, I feel like I'm always coming up with a rebuttal that's going to be a, a topic for another conversation. I do not like mobster movies, mafia films, unless they're comedies. Analyze this, analyze that. Mickey Blue Eyes. I love them. I think they're great. I can't sit through two hours and 45 minutes of Goodfellas. I'm just not going to do it. You've seen Casino? I mean, every t- I've seen Casino. I didn't love it. Oh, I just... Unbelievable. I, I, Godfather, Goodfellas, all of those. Hey, Godfather, yes. I'm I not saying they're not that. good movies. I'm saying I'm totally over them. I have no need to ever watch them. I agree with you on uh, God, Godfather. I was never a big fan of either one of those movies, honestly. But, um, yeah, sorry. Um, Goodfellas was an amazing movie based on true story. Ray Liotta, maybe his best movie ever. Um, it is a amazing movie, and it started the whole genre of mobster movies, which is part of America's lore. I mean, you know, Vegas yeah. mobster movies—that's that is somewhat America. So that movie. Second, The Departed. Look, as much as I love The Departed, there are parts of the movie that I absolutely hate, i.e., the final scene with the rat. But the acting, the action. The you, mean the, directing. you mean the scene where Mark Wahlberg comes in and no. shoots him? No, the scene after that where a rat runs across the rail rays. Oh, I absolutely hate that scene. It's one of the worst scenes in movies. Yeah, but whatever, it is what it is. But it's um, a highly derivative film. It is, and that's just that goes into it. Uh, but the acting, the um, you know all that stuff went with it. Um, you know, it just showed how great of an actor all those people in those movies are. You know, Alec Baldwin, Mark Wahlberg. It's, it's probably Mark Leo. Wahlberg's best role. I was a little disappointed that he didn't win the Academy Award for that because I, I really thought that he deserved to that year. But well, I mean, yeah, I mean, of that, you know, again, that's the first movie that Martin has won for Best Director, so that's why it's on the list because I feel like if you win I, Best Director for the movie, you deserve, you know, it's just on the list. Yeah. Um, lastly, is uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Look, that movie's amazing. I love that movie. I've seen that movie probably more than almost any it's other great. Martin movie. It's great. Um, there's. The acting is superb in there. Um, we all know Leo was a great actor, but then you find out that Margot Robbie is also an amazing actress. Well, and here's actress. a hot take. I actually think that Wolf of Wall Street is McConaughey's best role, all things considered, hands down. It is his best. I mean, it's such a minor part that he's in, but... Um, he won that movie, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I would actually... I would say... Um, no, I mean, I don't think he won the he movie. He won the movie. He won the um, movie. I think Margot Robbie kind of won the movie. I thought yeah, I mean, the way her career she definitely played took off after that. With so. that, and also I think Jonah Hill 
won that Jonah movie. Hill was great. Um, just to see him in that. Matthew McConaughey, yeah, also. Kyle Chandler was also great. Rob Reiner. Um, John Bethanel, Punisher. Yeah. Um, John Favre. I mean, again, there are all so many great people that are in that movie. Ted's wife. I always forget, the John, I always forget that John Bernthal was in that movie. Yeah, I, he's the guy who initially gets arrested first. When they, you know, when Jonah Hill fucks with them in the right, car. Right, yeah. I think you want to kiss me. I got this weird thing that you want to make out with me right now. And I'll get down <laughs> like that. Oh, knock you out. Um, but yeah, no, again, you know, all, all the way up and down the line. Um, amazing acting everywhere. Amazing um, direction everywhere. Uh, I'm looking forward to The Irishman. We'll see how he does with the de-aging and the Netflix thing. That sounds here's, interesting. Here's my thing um, with... But yeah, Marcel Scazzi is, is probably is my right now. And there's other movies I can add in there, but limited to three. I'm limiting to, to three. Before I get off this, uh, honorable mention, Jordan Hill. Love you. <laughs> We've done two, though. I can't, I can't say... We'll see you. what happens when I his third, see your third, his third film The third one is supposed to be Ken, Candyman? Um, I don't know. We'll see. There, I kind of hope has, he keeps he doing original things. I, I would rather him continue to do original stories and, and original films that are, are clear homages to certain genres and, and certain films rather than see him remake established properties, but, but that's just me. As far as Scorsese goes, I have a lot of respect for Scorsese and what he does and how he works. I couldn't put him as best director working today, and the, and the reason being is... For me, all of his movies, I, I've not seen a Scorsese movie that wasn't half an hour too long. And I'm sorry, before you go off, Candyman, he is not, he's producing. Jordan Pell's right. producing it. Okay. He has actually not named his third movie yet, so maybe he's a two-minute wonder. We'll see what happens. Anyway, go back to you. Um, Scorsese, yeah. I mean, name a Scorsese film that isn't half an hour too long. I mean, they're all pushing two hours oh, and, wow. Wolf and Wall 45 Street, minutes. And, I don't think Wolf I mean, is. Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street is... is Perhaps his best Aviator. film. Aviator was a two Aviator's long. too long. Yeah, Aviator's, Aviator's too long. damn near three hours. They're all damn near you three hours. You can make Aviator five hours. Two, no, Aviator is one of his worst films. But oh anyway, my god, no. Um, it was going to be my top three. Yeah, and I just, I don't know. The only Scorsese film that I, I really, really love is, is Wolf of Wall Street. Everything else, I'm not saying he hasn't made some other movies that I enjoy, but he's largely a hit or miss director for me. Um, for, for me... I mean, I, I know, you guys, know, all ex- I know you guys all expect all me to say Wes Anderson, and I've talked about Wes Anderson too much on this podcast, so I'm actually going to go with David Fincher. What, what, what? What, what? <laughs> so for me, Gone Girls, Panic well, Room. Gone Girl, just one. Fight Club. One Girl. Gone, gone. Girl, excuse me. <laughs> one Girl's Gone. Not one um, Girl's Gone, just one. You know, Gone Girl might be his his best movie all things considered. The, the cinematography, yeah, the scripting, the acting, it's, it's one of the rare uh, novel adaptations that I feel like the movie is better than the book. And the reason why I say that is in the book... I haven't read the book, so I don't know. In, in the book, you have the benefit of the characters are always narrating. It's always being told from the perspective of what's inside their head. And you get a lot of insight into their thought process, into why they're doing what they're doing. And at, on the surface level, you might think, hey, that, that sounds like it would be better. That sounds like it puts the film at a disadvantage. But it doesn't because what happens is, is the film keeps you guessing. 
It's a, it's a thriller. You're kind of supposed to be in the dark, so to speak. So you're watching this movie not knowing where it's headed, not knowing why the characters are doing what they're doing. And to me, you know, it helps build some suspense. It helps build some, some mystery around what's going on. Um, there were some changes that were made, um, very few, but there were some major changes in some of the ways. I don't want to spoil anything in how some of the characters are actually killed. Um, and so to me, those changes are... are are done for the better, and you know it's it's maybe Ben Affleck's best performance. It's definitely Rosamund Pike's best performance. She should have won Best Actress for it. It's unfortunate that she didn't. Um, you know, you talk about Panic Room, and we talked about Speed on the last episode. You know, being hey, there's a bomb on a bus. Panic Room is one of those movies where it's you know there's intruders in your house and you're you're trapped in the house, and that's kind of. You can explain the title, you can explain the film very clearly, very succinctly. Amazing performances, great performance by Forrest Whitaker, by Dwight Yoakam, by Jodie Foster. It's, it's, a, it's a very tense movie. The cinematography is great. Um, you know, it was one of those movies that sort of helped Fincher recognize and define his voice and his style as a director moving forward which I think was great and then Fight Club I mean Fight Club That's is just so it's movie, so iconic yeah. and, and the interesting thing about Fight Club is we've been talking a lot recently about films that haven't aged well that you know aren't as resonant now as they were you know before to me Fight Club is is just as I think it aged I, I think it, I think it aged really well I mean the whole thing was people don't realize that that Fight Club is all about, you know, toxic masculinity and the fragile male ego. Yeah. And I, I think that that is just as socially relevant today, if not more so, you know, than when the movie came out. And I want to say take around sometime between 98 and 2000, somewhere in there. Um, maybe 2001 at the, at the absolute latest. 1999. 1999. So, yeah, I was pretty close. Um I mean, and there's so many, it's, it's still, you know, highly quoted. Um, it's, oh, it's far, still yeah. one of the most iconic, it's probably Brad's, Brad Pitt's best performance aside from maybe um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hollywood. I was going to say that. Um, which I really hope. It's by I, far Meatloaf's best performance. Oh, no. Fight Club? Rocky Mountain, rock, or Rocky Mountain, God. Rocky, uh, Rocky Horror. Horror Picture Shows, thank you very much. Um... No, it's Meatloaf was was great in it. You're right. It is it is one of his best performances. It's maybe not his most iconic. I would say Rocky Horror Picture Show is his most iconic. Um, extremely well written, well well acted. Isn't Again, Jared Leto in that movie too. Um, Jared Leto is in that movie. Yeah. Um, Helen Bonham Carter. Helen, Helen Bonham Carter is is in that. Um, great, great film. And again, one of the one of the few films that you you rarely hear anybody say the book was better. I didn't, yeah, book, yeah, I didn't read the book, so I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't make that argument. But you know, there's so many. There's so many movies where you, you bring oh, up a movie based yeah. on the book, and, and there's always that one guy who's like, "Well, let me tell you why the book is better." Like Fight Club, that almost never enters the, the conversation, and I, I think that that is um, an, an amazing achievement. So those are my those are my top three. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with any of those top three. Um, I, would, I mean, I have a look through David Finch's movies to see if I have another one that might be in that list there. Right. 
but and, uh, and the only reason I, can't I don't like Marcel Skazen. That's just the only reason I don't show. bring up Wes Anderson is is Wes Anderson is my personal favorite, right? But one, we've talked about him a, a lot before on this podcast, and two, I mean, pick any pick any three movies, and and they're all going to have the same style. They're all going to have the same. You know, he uses a lot of the same filming techniques. You know, a lot of the actors' performances are very similar. He uses a lot of the same cast. So, I mean, it's kind of like. You know, I could I could throw a dart and have it land on any Wes Anderson movie, and I would be talking about the same thing. So I gotta say two things about your David Fincher, which I I don't disagree with. Seven, I feel like Seven might be a better Brad Pitt movie, or on par with Fight Club. It's it's not. I don't feel like it's a better performance. I feel like okay. Fight Club is Brad Pitt's best best performance. You know, we'll see if he wins the Academy Award for. Um, once, Once upon a time in Hollywood. If he if he does, then I think it's a lot harder to make the argument um, for. And then Social Network. You see, I didn't which, I didn't see the Social Network for something. a couple of reasons, and everybody says that it's one of Fincher's best movies. And well, so, I just don't care to watch it, and here's why: one, I can't stand Jesse Eisenberg. Any movie that he's in that I like, it's in spite of him and not because of his performance. Zombieland. I like Zombieland in spite of Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, I like yeah. Zombieland for Woody Harrelson and Emma Stone. And By far the best Lex Abigail Luthor Preston. ever. What's that? By far the best Lex Luthor ever. Jesse. No. no. Now, cl- clearly I'm kidding. Uh, uh, you can't see my facial reactions. Uh, I am joking and laughing at this. Um, um, but yes. We did a whole podcast about that. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I, I don't really care to watch a movie about Facebook. I'm just not that interested in Mark Zuckerberg it's, it's a very interesting movie. or how awful of a human being that we all know he is. Well, this movie is... Well, it does. Not into how awful he is. Uh, I did win three Oscars, none of which that David Fincher got, but he did win three yeah. Oscars. So. Yeah. Aaron so- Sorkin, which um, we put on there. But it was hard. We didn't just come up with these directors easily. I went back and forth for a quite... Quite a few of them before I kind of. Well, and, and we're also and not. Them. We're also saying that people like Kurosawa and Wells and, and people who are yeah, not, we not either dead or not still working or yeah. yeah yeah people who before our time we kind of Stanley Kubrick we knocked out because he's I, I don't like there's there's no eyes wide shut Kubrick film that I really eyes wide shut would be I like the, the first one. half of I like the first half of Full Metal Jacket and every other Kubrick film that I've seen has left me. Somewhat unimpressed. Yeah, I, I mean, that is where Chuck would be at. But anyway, little tangent on that. So, yeah, there you go. I have Martin Swartkazy. Can't say his name ever. You have David Fincher. David Fincher. Two great directors, yeah. I think, in their own right. Different movies, very dramatically different. Great writing on both and I, movies. And I think so. maybe we revisit this when the third uh, Jordan Peele film comes out. Yeah, which Whenever Jordan Peele, yeah, work. I mean, there's nothing. IMDb says he has nothing for you, so I wonder if you're just... I think he's had a kid. So it's just not been announced. I'm sure he's yeah, working on something. Yeah, so... Anyway, this was our mini episode number two. We are putting more stuff. We're going to be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that coming up. Um, so look through us. Look for us. We're going to be doing that. We're trying to knock out more of these as time goes on. We're still a work in progress. But thanks for listening. Go on our Facebook page. Agree, disagree. Uh, tweet us if you want. Real Geek V Geek. We're, uh, we're everywhere, guys. Thanks.